0: This is gonna uh, seem a little bit out of the blue, but um. welcome to stupid not stupid i'm matt here with my man jason the co-host who's disappeared more bodies than david blaine <laughs> allegedly yeah were, were you curious what where i was gonna go with that one that yeah. was good <laughs> uh this is
1: uh
0: this is our halloween edition although i'm curious to see halloween's like what two weeks away two and a half weeks away so maybe we'll sneak another one in and then this one will sit on the shelf for a minute
1: yeah we'll see yeah
0: yeah we'll and does Halloween fall on a Monday? I don't know if we... It, it is on, on a Monday.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's perfect.
0: Well, yeah. then I guess we have to release this on on Halloween then. Yep. Yeah. Any... Uh, given any thoughts to what you're going to be this year, Jason?
1: Uh, Probably the same thing I am every year, which is a little pixie. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> no at this point, like, I, I don't dress up very often. If I was going to, I'd probably, you know, do what I did when I was 12 and dress up like one of the members of KISS. But okay. like...
0: I don't have any. I mean, you still have the makeup laying around. That's right. so Yeah, yeah I mean, you might as well use it. You, can't right. let it. you Can't let it go to waste.
1: Yeah, and I mean, when else am I going to wear my twelve-inch pl- platform heels? You know?
0: <laughs> well, speaking of activities you did when you were a kid, what are you drinking?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I made a trip out uh, west of where we are this past weekend to a brewery called uh, Lost Barrel, and it being you know that fall season, I picked mm-hmm. up a, a six-pack of their uh, pumpkin ale which I think is actually pretty good. So I've got one of those and I gave one to you and I'm drinking some form of brown liquor that came out of a decanter that was unmarked.
0: That's right. That's right. (laughs) Listeners. I do decant my liquor. Be jealous. Um, Actually. So I'm not a fan of pumpkin anything, but props to lost barrel. We'll give you a shout out. This beer is good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, If you would have given it to me and told me it was pumpkin spice beer or whatever recipe goes into this. I would have just thought it was like a good beer with a cool flavor.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's got a nice crisp. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, if you're in the Northern Virginia region, head out to Lost Barrow. Where is it, Jason?
1: Uh, It's out towards Middleburg somewhere.
0: Well, for us, it's out towards. Maybe we have listeners in Middleburg and it's like across the street. Right, right. Don't, don't be Nova centric. Hey, don't, right. don't be a what is that alexandria fo- yeah. file don't yeah. be an alexandria file yeah,
1: we definitely are living in the bubble here right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so it is uh halloween i think this is our third halloween episode this is our third yeah i know that the last one was least stupid movie monsters what was our no first? no that was the first one that was the first one yeah. so what was our last one that was it oh ghosts, ghosts. the signs or not of ghosts yep. that was a great episode yeah i liked that one yeah. okay well uh, we're going to get a, le- a little less uh, supernatural, I think, for this year's Halloween episode. And a little bit more practical. Right, like, yes. you know, real hard life skills. Something that might come in handy in your <laughs> day-to-day, right. you know?
1: You never know when you're going to need this. Yeah. yeah.
0: So the, uh, the, the uh, I guess, I'm not really sure if this is a stupid or not stupid question. This is more like stupid, not stupid, rapid fire. But uh, the, the question we're saying is, uh, what is the least stupid way to get rid of a body? That's right. And the key element here when we say least stupid... What is the way to do it uh, so that you don't get caught? Right. So the, the key, that's the key kind of like hanging clause here. in the question is. You
1: or your friends. Yeah, you,
0: <laughs> you or your friends. Friends uh, will
1: help you move. Good friends will help you move a body. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need to put our, our friendship to the test, I think, that's Jason. It's right. like the last hurdle we have to clear before we know. Um, so stup- what, what are the least stupid ways to hide a body uh, and not get caught? So I was just going to start throwing out some scenarios. Maybe we could, um, like, pugilists right. uh, yeah, throw blows back and forth and see which one of us, I guess, unlocks the formula right. <laughs> and discovers the least stupid way to hide a body. And I guess because the, because the catch here is that you don't want to get caught, uh, I, there were three things I wanted to say up top that I think probably need to be part of whichever disposal plan that we settle on here is the least stupid. Right. Um, but I feel like no matter how brilliant your plan is, if you don't do an element of these three things, then you are definitely going to get caught no matter what. So the first one is you got to plan ahead. Like crimes of passion, <laughs> like it, it doesn't matter if you already know in your mind that you have a great disposal method. Right. Uh, You got to plan ahead.
1: Yeah. Because otherwise it's just dumb luck if you get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. So... If you don't have some kind of plan, if you're if you're not adding that premeditation to the charges that will eventually be filed against you, then
1: it's not really worth it to go through with it. Like, if you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah, I actually just saw a bumper sticker when we were out at the, the brewery. Somebody had it said, if you stop to think about it for 10 seconds, it just makes it premeditated. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other
0: one is, uh, look, you can't really get away with murder and successfully dispose of a body without expending a little cash, Right. And the key here is cash. Hmm. There is going to be a financial element to your crime, undoubtedly. So what you need to do is collect small amounts of cash with ATM withdrawals. And this is where your plan comes into play again. Right. In in small increments over time. So you can make the purchases necessary, make them more difficult to trace and not raise suspicion um, or kind of draw a shorter line from you to the murder for the authorities When when it comes time to say oh, look, Jason hit the hardware store for some zip ties, uh, a hacksaw, and garbage bags 48 hours before the victim went missing. Exactly.
1: Wow. Why did he need
0: 100 gallons of industrial
1: acid for the first time ever? Right. Yeah.
0: Um, And then the third one is, you know, just be aware of your cell phone. I feel like every every one of these Netflix documentaries where the person gets busted, ultimately it's because of their cell phone. So I'm not saying turn it off. I'm not saying don't have it. I'm saying have a plan for your cell phone.
1: Well, this is what really cracked me up with all the conspiracy theories about the the COVID vaccine and like this idea that somehow people are putting you know, micro trackers into your body. I'm like, why? You carry one you all, can- over, all over the place <laughs>
0: anyways. <laughs> yeah. All right. So those three rules, I think we can agree, are the baseline for not getting caught. It doesn't matter what you do in terms of your brilliance when it comes to hiding a body. If you don't do those three things, you're going to get caught. All right. All right. So. I figured, Jason, it would make sense to start with the classic disposal method, method right. right? So the one that is, you know, we talked about this in our uh, The Case for Cannibalism episode, mm-hmm. uh, the greatest resource uh, squanderance in the history of humanity, in the <laughs> ongoing history of humanity, the burying of human bodies. Right. Uh, it really is like, I mean... You know when they tell you like when you're a kid, like waste not, want not. Like this is actually the real weight resource drain here is the the amount of resources that we spend burying bodies. I'm not gonna go down that road because you know how strongly I feel about it, (laughs) but people can go back and listen to our Case for Cannibalism episode if they want to be convinced on that. So if you're gonna if you're gonna bury the body, Jason, the first thing you gotta think of if you don't want to get caught, and the whole objective here is to dispose of a body. Right. The first challenge here is how long it takes a body to decompose in the ground. Exactly. I don't know if you know from personal experience, but do you want to throw a guess out on how long it takes a body to decompose? Well, the real issue, right, is, is the bones. Right. right? Uh, the exactly. skeleton, And that takes a very long time. So there's, there's two numbers. Right. And the, actually, it's a long time. Yeah. But it wasn't as long as I thought. Mm-hmm. So the first number actually surprised me more. So 15 years for a body to fully decompose and only leave a skeleton. Wow, that's longer than I would have thought. Yeah, so it can take a long time. And then another five years, so 20 years in total, for the bones, or I guess a majority of the skeleton to convert to soil if it's buried. Now, I I have a feeling some of these, uh, we think we talked about this in our Sasquatch episode, the acidity of the soil plays a role too. So this is why you don't find like bones in forests, right? Sure. So, I mean, and then dry desert conditions, it's going to be preserved a lot longer. you're. I think this is a mean.
1: Yeah, I think that's... That sounds right to me. It's actually shorter than I would have guessed, but we're also talking about a body not in a casket or a coffin. Right. Like, this is, like, immediately exposed to dirt. Right. Yep. Yeah.
0: And then the other thing, and this will come into play with some other scenarios I'm sure we're going to cover, but when we say that the bones break down, some bones are designed to last longer than others. So the last thing to go is your teeth. And that's why, you know, there's all these gotcha moments going back to even... You know the '80s murder movies. Like this is like the first. That's why this is. I think maybe one of the first things in like forensic science that really kicks in is dental records, right? And dental IDs, right? Because the teeth are the hardest to destroy and they last the longest.
1: And they carry DNA.
0: Yeah, the DNA is actually a, a interesting element to this. I mean, at the end of the day, I guess the threshold for successfully dep- disposing of a body and not getting caught is correlated to the threshold of the forensic science that is designed to catch the person disposing of the body. So. I guess I'll be assuming DNA is the pinnacle of that. That's really what we're trying to overcome in all of these: is destroy DNA or have it never be found.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the really key piece of this. Because as we're talking about like disposing of a body, there are two ways to do it, right? There's the complete destruction, and then there's just the hiding. Right. And neither of them are infallible. But if people don't know where to look, they 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 can't apply DNA science or fingerprint technology to to try and determine you know who who done it
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's another that's another band name and another t-shirt i think right there (laughs) add that one to the list but okay so that's actually a good point and it brings us to the the next thing we have to think about here if we're going to be burying the body i don't are we assuming in this scenario you and i have jointly murdered someone and we're trying to figure (laughs) out so maybe we should take a step back here so we've eliminated someone one of our many enemies we could pick one let's let's pick our favorite guest on the show that we want to who would we want to eliminate if we were going to eliminate one
1: of our Wow, guests. that's a good question probably your brother <laughs> <laughs> i would
0: say my brother or i don't know i don't know why because i don't have anything against him but i think dr rags like if we if we if we were going to take him out i feel like he'd be like kind of cool with it if there exactly. was a comedic i think he value. would be the most appreciative right yeah. <laughs> he would find like beauty in the act of disposing of his body right. i think he'd that's be right. down with it so yeah. i'm going to lean towards dr rags so either or or maybe both right. we're trying we're trying to dispose of them and We decide we're going to go the burial route. The next decision we have to make, Jason, is where are we going to bury it? And basically the locations from my research here, which has been extensive, I guess that's the other thing I should say, uh, my Google search history at the moment...
1: (laughs) it's very incriminating. <laughs> very,
0: very. I mean, I'm. It's gonna take. It's gonna be one of those situations where the jury doesn't even finish their lunch and they come back with a verdict. If they like,
1: walk out and walk right back in, right? yeah, it,
0: it's gonna be like a revolving door situation. Because if you uh went on my computer right now, the the search history is a little alarming. But according to my research, uh, you really the the places you could hide the body fall into two categories: mm-hmm. your land or somewhere remote. <laughs> there are advantages and disadvantages to each. So let's. Let's talk first about, you know, disposing of a body remotely. So, you know, what what are the places you could go? We're we're talking about straight up burial here. So really, it's the woods, right? You're
1: going off into the wilderness. But now we're back into a time issue, right? So the two questions are, how deep do you want to bury it? And how long do you think it's going to take to dig that hole? And how
0: are you going to cover your alibi? Like what's going to be, what is the explanation for this missing window of time? Right. Uh, that you can't account for. You and I, not big hikers, I don't think, Jason. No, no,
1: not well known for my hiking.
0: (laughs) So I don't know how we're going to explain our uh, sudden disappearance into the wilderness in close proximity to Rags and my brother going missing.
1: Right, or my purchase of a four-wheeler. or
0: (laughs) So that one's kind of off the table, too, because you're limited. It has to be a remote area where you can get enough distance and enough time to be able to dig the roughly nine-foot hole, I think. You're gonna to have to dig to get it deep enough to really have an impact here. So that one gets kind of tough. But what if we were disposing of them closer to home? Right. Disadvantage here, obviously, you can't really deny it if they find the body. That's right. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's pretty much on you.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, But you have the anonymity and you have the uh, alibi for why you're at the location that you need to be able to dispose of the body. And um, you probably got more time too. And, and you have a lot more time. So there. Were a few uh, instances that I looked at here, and it wasn't really you know go bury them outside in a field somewhere on your property that was really the uh, burial strategy of choice for murderers who chose to uh, hide the evidence at home. Generally
1: speaking, most most murderers don't have that kind of
0: uh, property. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But the uh, the popular scenario that kept coming up, and this one actually I seemed pretty solid, although it's another sort of like resource and timing problem is in your basement, like in the foundation mm-hmm. of your home, like burying them into the structure of your house and filling it in with concrete. Right. But then again, it's weird. Jason just did a remodel for the first time in 15 years in close proximity to Andrew and Dr. Rags going missing. Right. So that one becomes problematic too, I think. Yeah. And why did he buy 15 bags of quick Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that
0: concrete floor was already looking pretty good. Jason ripped out that <laughs> antique hardwood in his basement <laughs> and, put, and putting concrete all of a sudden. So that one... That one seems problematic to me as well.
1: Uh, well, it also becomes problematic depending on your living situation. Like if you have neighbors in close proximity. You just hear you jackhammering in the right, basement yeah. at 3 A.m. That's you're not getting rid of concrete. Like you're not digging up concrete quietly. Right. In a, any reasonable
0: period of time. Did you ever watch uh on Netflix, did you watch Tiger King? I saw one episode of it and yeah. There was this whole like thing on uh Tiger King where the woman who was, like, his nemesis had made a bunch of money because, like, her previous husband had died, and he—well, he got missing. Like, no one knows where right. he is.
1: Again, just because it was a pop culture phenomenon, I'm at least familiar with some of this stuff. Like, there was a—there were allegations that she had done him in and potentially fed him to— it. Well, fed him to the—well, t- fed him to tigers. Right. So she had, like, a tiger show. Um, but as
0: the show went on, as I recall it, the leading theory became— and I don't know why the police like couldn't get a search warrant or maybe it was because of the statute of limitations that expired. I don't know. But there was some reason that they never closed the loop on this theory. But like the Reddit keyboard warriors were convinced that the guy's body was actually in her septic tank hmm. on the property. And they like people went and like traced like when the tank was installed and like all of this stuff and basically lined it up with this guy's disappearance. And everyone's like pretty sure this dude's body is in the septic tank, huh. like buried underground inside the septic tank on her property. Right. So,
1: so that's an interesting situation for him, <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, I've always been baffled by the concept of the statute of limitations. Like, why do we have a get out of jail free card for murder? Like if it, if you did it 15 years ago and you don't get caught, like what, what is the societal benefit of going? Well, I guess he got away with it, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's to like. It, it's kind of like we've talked about on the show, different uh, NASA programs or large government contracts have been kept alive as a jobs program. Right. Like we have to leave at least some sort of artificial incentive for crime, like get <laughs> get people to think they could get away with it so cops have jobs, you know?
1: Right, right. Yeah, really.
0: I, really so the statute of limitations, as far as I'm wow, concerned, it's Jason, it's point. just a go- jobs program.
1: Isn't that kind of entrapment though? Like I'm, I'm no attorney. Well, only but... if you get caught
0: inside the 15 year statute. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Epso facto. <Right. laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so some other quick things on uh, ideas on burying a body to get away with it. Just some, some interesting, uh, again, doing my own research, some uh, interesting <laughs> proposals I saw out there. Uh, I guess if you bury a body, so say we dig a nine-foot hole, right, and then we fill in three feet of it, and then at the six-foot mark, we bury an animal, right, and then fill it in, allegedly then dogs can't sniff it out. Like a, a corpse hunting dog will blow right by it. Sure. Because they're trained to find a human corpse.
1: Now that's a good point. So my thought was always like, well, why don't you just bury it under a body that's already in a cemetery? This is the classic
0: one. Right. Right. So you you go into the cemetery the night before a funeral, yeah. you get it underneath and then you- or you double up. Yeah. yeah. Then you fill it in. I mean, yeah, not totally. It's probably the most plausible so far, but I don't know. I feel like cemeteries have security guards. The timing has to be just right. Like- this gets into, like, our, our first three parameters, right? If you haven't planned ahead, right? like, maybe you suffocate your grandma so you, like, know <laughs> when the funeral's coming. And then you commit, Sorry, your, grandma. Com- <laughs> commit your murder within, in the requisite amount of time. Um, but that that is the classic one. Now, the problem here, too, is that uh, if someone ever suspected that, right, it's not all you need is permission to exhume it, right, to dig it up. And then you sure. know right where to dig, right where to go. There's no camouflage. sort of a hidden in plain sight strategy. Right. Um, so not foolproof.
1: Maybe getting there a little bit better,
0: but but not foolproof.
1: So there's uh, one other burial scenario we should consider, though, just because it's apparently been very successful for the mafia, mm-hmm. is uh, burying bodies out. Like we said, burying them on somebody, on other people's territory is not a great idea. But if you go far enough out, like people are probably not going to go looking. You know, the idea that there are tons and tons of bodies built, buried out in the desert outside in Mm-hmm. you know, Las Vegas, that seems by all the the standards that we've set up here, that seems like a terrible idea, right? You're burying a body in a place where it's basically never going to decay. High visibility in every high direction. High visibility, and you're talking shallow graves because you're not out there for very long. And yet, that seems to have been a very effective strategy. <laughs> I think it was lack of other options
0: uh, in like a close proximity to Las Vegas, probably, because right. that's where the mob was operating. And, so I think know, that's where the trope comes
1: from. And- not as many like satellite overflights, I guess. Right. <laughs> well, when you said
0: the way the mom has been doing it, my mind actually went a totally different direction. And this is, I think, maybe the most effective burial strategy, because we talked about that, you know, all you need is like permission to go exhume the, the dig spot right. uh, to dig up where another grave might be. Uh, but I have some experience with municipal government. And right. uh, I know one of the things they don't like to dig up or mess with, and we're going through this right now, yeah. uh, is utilities. Uh, public works. Oh, right? interesting. So the the, the big um, conspiracy theory or the urban legend is that like Jimmy Hoffa is like in the foundation of a building somewhere, like as the ultimate FU, they threw him into like the concrete at a union project, like in a parking lot somewhere.
1: Right. But, Which is funny because I always heard it was like the end zone of the giant stadium or something yeah, like that. It's, <laughs> it's
0: always like something like that, right? And so you go and look for where they're putting in new utility lines, some sort of public work or large construction project where, you know, there's a financial and bureaucratic obstacle to ever being able to tear it up and no one's ever really going to think to go looking there anyway. And that's the perfect place. You just got to get it in at the right time. So in terms of like the subcategory of like a burial scenarios, that was the
1: one I was sort of leaning towards. That's a good one. The other issue with a burial scenario, and this may, this may actually be verging into a different pathway to disposing of a body. So I lived down in Florida for a long time. You know, the the joke that we used to have in our house was, you know, we only had three things and it was a lot of ammunition, a lot of alibis and a lot of swampland. <laughs> it wasn't that you were going to bury a body in a swamp and it would disappear quickly. It was that there were a lot of alligators in the swamp. Right. So. So I, I think the Everglades are like their whole own category. Right. <laughs>
0: like, so I, I have this one on my list of ones I want to suggest. So maybe let's save the Everglades okay. for the end, because That's I fair. think it might be like the penultimate suggestion. And I want to see like what are all the other pitfalls right. of other scenarios, and then maybe we circle back to the Everglades. But we
1: have talked on previous episodes, like the not the Delight Off Pass. What was the 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 five kids that? Oh, the Yuba County five. Yuba County episode? five, yeah. yeah. Um, that there was predation of one of the bodies by wildlife. Yep. Right. So you know maybe it's not burying the body that's most effective. Maybe it's leaving it out in the woods for somebody some other creature to take care of. Right. But keep in mind the, and again, go back and catch our Yuba find a Yuba County five
0: episode, all the stupid theories. But even in the most extreme remote conditions where it was like months before they could get to the site of the murder slash weapons test slash alien attack <laughs> slash Sasquatch attack. Um they were still basically able to locate everything. That's true. So that's why, that's it, true. I mean, even in those, like, crazy conditions with, like, 1940s forensic technology, they still basically found everything. Yes. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe not as foolproof as you think.
1: Fair enough. Uh, and we'll get to other ideas as well, but I suspect that what we've been talking about so far is burial at land. Yeah, burial <laughs> at land. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I, this one, look, it's it's gaming the system, it's cheating, so I like it a lot. Right. Uh, but the last one I was going to propose on uh, burial is like, look, the pitfalls we laid out in the very first scenario, just going into a remote area and digging it up, or digging a hole and like putting someone in it, it gets problematic. One, it's difficult to hide. Like, how no, you Matt, cover your- you <laughs> make them dig the hole. No.
1: <laughs> Sorry,
0: yeah. but. I think the way you can definitely increase your odds on that scenario is like, look, the way way we work around this is we just need to store the bodies for a couple days, just long enough for them to be reported missing. As soon as the search begins, like as soon as they're reported missing, we call in an anonymous tip. We say the location that we are going to bury the bodies in, right? We send the police out to search that grid and exhaust it. While there are no bodies there, right, they clear the area after they move on to the next square in the search grid, we go there and bury the bodies because we know they're not, the the municipality again, this is all a local government problem. they can't <laughs> afford the overtime for these police to be out there. That's so devious, I'm really ashamed I didn't think of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think if if we are restricted to burying uh them in the
1: burying our victims in the traditional sense. I think we got to use the authorities to our advantage. I, I like that very much. That's uh, that's very clever and, and mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so are we on the spectrum of like stupid, stupidish, not stupid?
1: Where are we on burying, burying on land? So just as a category, I think it's stupid, but I think that there are ways to do it that are not.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think at best you can give yourself like an even chance, but I'm not willing to really risk life. I'm too pretty for prison, so yeah. I'm not really willing to risk it on an even chance. Right,
1: and I'm just, I mean, if you go over the the long list of serial killers who are rotting in prison or have been executed, most of them did this. They buried mm-hmm. them in a shallow grave or left them out in the woods somewhere, right. and yeah, that didn't. Sometimes you didn't find the bodies, and you had to wait until they got caught doing something else, and then they would lead you to the bodies, but the bodies are almost always found, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, not always, but... Well, I think
0: we'll get to that, too. That's yeah. the, That's the point I want to revisit, but so that, that's everything I have on the, uh, on the burial, uh, on land scenario. So you want to throw one out, Jason?
1: No, I've got some other scenarios on land, but, uh, that could involve partial burial, but you'd have to do something to the body first. So we'll get to that later. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the, the next, I think I'm sort
0: of sticking. So we went with like practicality. Now let's go. Most of these are informed by Hollywood and cinema. Of course. Um, so the next, I guess, uh, famous disposal method is of course this probably might be the first i don't correct me if i'm wrong but in terms of cinema this might be the first in the category of famous disposal methods chronologically and that would be fargo the wood chipper
1: right yeah so this is exactly what i was saying when you were talking about is that it for burial i was like Mm -hmm. well what if you're not burying the whole body yeah so
0: (laughs) what do you think about using the wood chipper as a disposal method jason
1: um Again, this gets down to how much time you have and how how isolated you can be. Right. Like, you've got to get the body somewhere. You've heard of wood chipper. Those things are not quiet. Oh, yeah. And as you saw in Fargo, um, it's not like you're putting a hefty bag over the end of the wood chipper <laughs> and cleaning up this mess in a big hurry. It's going to be really, really messy. And so at a certain point, throwing a body through the wood chipper gets rid of the body, but it just creates this abundance of mm-hmm. bodily evidence. So you end right. up having to get rid of the wood chipper, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, what made me think of was, uh, we talked about this in our um, All the Stupid Ways to Deflect an Asteroid yeah. episode, and it was kind of like the nuclear weapon uh conundrum like if you blow the asteroid up it just blows into a lot of little asteroids right, that are right, even right. equally as large problem <laughs> yeah it's kind of like what the wood chipper does to the body <laughs> yeah
1: because now you have to account for every one of those little pieces right right
0: yeah and then obviously all the forensic evidence that goes along with it and then They come, the authorities come into your garage and find like a uh, wood chipper shaped depravity of dust. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to the wood chipper that used to be here? Um, Why does this wood chipper smell
1: like bleach? Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I don't don't know if the the wood chipper, I feel like it's sort of like an honorable mention because Hollywood gave it some, uh, gave it some cred, but I don't know if it's going to work
1: out. Right. Oh, well, it certainly didn't work out for the guy in Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Well, I didn't mean to steal your wood chipper thunder. Do you have one you want to throw? Or do you want me to just keep going?
1: So the wood chipper is, a, as we just said, is a problem because it like creates tons and tons and tons of bodily detritus, all of which could be, you know, just a, a small minuscule of that. Some one have you waiting
0: to work the term bodily detritus into <laughs> your common vernacular, oh, Jason? Man, also
1: a good, a good band name. <laughs> um, but what we have seen... Like, there's a lot of historical precedent for this as well. You don't necessarily need to destroy the body entirely. But what if you cut it up into pieces? Mm -hmm. Like, if you bury an arm one place and a torso somewhere else... That's less likely to be found than a whole body. I, think.
0: I feel like it's more likely to be found like some because there are more more dogs running around, more people like out doing shit. Like, I, I don't know. And then it's easier and easier as forensic science progresses to be able to identify people from, you know, lower aggregates of information. Like you basically just need like this, like a drop of blood. Right. You can identify someone. Right. Um. So I don't know. I, I just feel like they, that's like you're just like buying more lottery tickets to your electric chair.
1: Well, I, I think that the downside of that, like, I'm not sure that that's necessarily the case, but but to your point, where it becomes really problematic is the body's full of lots of things. And if you're sawing it into pieces, like <laughs> that bathtub becomes evidence that <laughs> <Right. laughs> wherever you're cutting it up is a, is yeah. a real problem. Yeah. That's just low tech wood
0: shepherd, Jason. I, right. don't, I don't think that gets us anywhere. Yeah. Well, what you could do if you did chop it up into pieces, and I think this goes to uh, probably another default scenario uh, that a lot of uh, murderers, not of our caliber, but like right. less professional have tried, is cremation, right. right? So say you do chop it up, or you don't even have to chop it up, but you just burn the body.
1: Right. Uh, that, I mean, that, that appears on the surface to be an effective way to destroy the evidence. I I was hope I knew that this would come up, and I was, mm-hmm. depending on the fact that you were going to do your own research, <laughs> um, I actually don't remember what the temperature is that you have to achieve before you actually burn bone, but it's really freaking high.
0: I'm not sure if it hurts my feelings or makes me a little proud of the respect you have for me that you just assume I know that number. (laughs) But lucky for you, Jason, I do know that number. I kind of
1: figured you would. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. So first, let me ask you this. What do you think is the average temperature of like fire, like fire you create in your fireplace. Like if we gathered up a bunch of wood and lit a fire. Oh, it's less than a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's, it's like, it's about 600 yeah, degrees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The temperature needed to actually burn a body and not just turn it into like a blubbery sack of boiled fat that still resembles a human body. Right. You have to get a minimum, a baseline of a thousand degrees. Right. So that's where you have to get to. That is very difficult to achieve without accelerant or some sort of mechanical support like you would see in a crematorium right so burning on its face like without a respect for the science of it i guess and i guess we're okay in this scenario because you just assumed i knew the answer right and i did uh so but without some sort of extra extra oomph Uh, you're not really going to be able to burn it. And that's because, you know, for a few reasons. The the first is the human body, 70% water. Right. (laughs)
1: And that's how you put out a fire.
0: (laughs) So that's going to be a big problem while you're trying to do it. And then the other one is, even when you get to that thousand degrees, uh, do you know what they sweep out of the crematorium after they cremate you, Jason? Ash. And your teeth. Oh, and your teeth, yes. And your teeth, ash and your teeth, and then any medical devices or things that were were left inside of you. So cremation... uh, And then you have to hide the evidence of the fire, right? So... Again, it's that proximity and probability versus your alibi scenario that we've seen in the first ones. Like, oh, Jason had a big bonfire at his house the day Doctor Rags and Doctor Andrew went missing. Right,
1: and for some reason he put a bunch of like uh, refractory brick around the fire to try and and, 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 like had a big bellows
0: and (laughs) yeah, it was uh, it was um, uh, Dutch oven pizza night (laughs) at 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 Jason's house. Yeah, so I'm not really in on cremation. I just kind of wanted to blow by that one, but
1: I I don't know. Is there something I'm missing? It would be effective if you had some kind of access or you could break into like a a, an existing crematorium right did you watch
0: um uh, ozark no but i am aware of yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. so this guy like diversifies his like holdings portfolio and buys a crematorium because he's like yeah it'll never go out of business and then eventually as his like criminal activities exponentially progress right uh, he uses that as
1: a a disposal mechanism for all his enemies yeah well, and again, you know, my favorite zombie movie, Return of the Living Dead, is there's a whole crematorium. <laughs> like a
0: third of that movie's in a crematorium. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Well, I, I don't know if it it's not burning in the same context, but you you don't have to uh quote unquote dissolve things only through a combustion reaction, Jason. That's right. Luckily there are other reactions. Yes. Chemical uh, solvents and uh, acids. Chemical solvents and acids. Exactly. <laughs> so uh like you assumed I knew the temperature requisites uh, right. to burn a body I also know the time requisites to be able to dissolve a body in hydrochloric acid right. uh what do you think which is that interesting because
1: everybody talks about hydrochloric it's actually not the strongest acid but I think it's though it's what's available it's like what's most widely available yeah because uh, hydrofluoric is actually a far more reactive acid but where are you gonna get it but A, it's hard to to get and, and the B, it's really hard need. to deal with. Because yeah. it burns through almost everything. Yeah. yeah. So what what do you think on a time? Hydrochloric here? acid. So it's both a time and a quantity issue, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it I think it will take a lot more acid than somebody would think. It's not like you can put It's a shit ton. Yeah. yeah. Like hundreds of gallons, yeah. I would guess. And it probably
0: takes because as the body dissolves, it dilutes the acid, the yep. solution becomes more basic, less corrosive, yep. and then the process slows down and you need to add more. Yeah. I would guess it would take
1: probably, a, I don't know, a week and a half to well, like weeks?
0: A, I guess it depends on the girth of the body. Uh, so when sure. we're talking about to Dr. Sure. Rags and Andrew. right? <laughs> maybe, no, no, no. So yeah, like
1: yeah. four and a half months. Yeah. Right? <laughs> maybe
0: we had to add a little bit on, but it, it, it's actually a lot quicker than that. So it the, is quicker. I'll oh yeah, wait, the, the body, the, huh. the, the flesh of the body, it's like a few hours. Well, that goes quick. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That'll go quick. And then to fully dissolve the skeleton, if you get to the right concentration, it's a couple days. Really? But now here's, here's the catch. If you've got enough acid. If you've got enough acid and you have the right container. Yeah. So you can't just put
1: acid in anything because it's corrosive. Well, yeah, I saw the first episode of, of Breaking Bad.
0: Yeah this, is a whole, yeah, this is a whole thing of that because he goes and he buys like the wrong numbered plastic, right? And well, he so,
1: puts it in a tub. And, yeah, yeah. yeah and, um, So I... I'm and not the potty comes crashing down to the second, to the, to the first floor. I'm not
0: going to say, uh, I'm not going to say this right, but wait for your uh, murder shopping needs. And remember, take out the cash in advance and That's spend right. it slowly small over, time. over time. It's over time. Yeah. But what you need to buy is polymethyl pentane bottles. So look at the little label on the bottom of the blue barrel at the Home Depot and make sure it's polymethyl pentane. That will contain the acid uh, for when you uh, lower your unwitting victim. And, I mean, maybe they're still alive when you put them or in. Maybe put it's them in not a, a glass body. Tank, of this... right, yeah, yeah, or, or a glass tank. Um, the problem with this, though, is multifold. and I think you already hit on one of them. You know, I know you and I basically have um, really outstanding and impressive scientific prowess, but most other peasants <laughs> out there don't possess the scientific skills and abilities that we do. You're yeah. likely going to burn the shit out of yourself.
1: Well. By the way, I've been meaning to say this for so many episodes in a row now, but Matt, that is counterfactual, counterfactual, it's counterfactual.
0: <laughs> Man, it's been a minute since we had a counterfactual. Well done. Well done. Well placed. Yeah. But yeah, you're going to burn yourself and chemical burns suck. Yeah. And again, proximity and your alibi problems here, right? Yeah. Like, oh, here are Jason's acid burns in the <laughs> right, <laughs> within a two day window. Of, they don't look yeah. like
1: you like you know wrecked skateboarding like right. those are very clearly burned <laughs>
0: yeah 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 and then the other problem is not just burning yourself but the fumes can kill you yes right so if you're not doing it properly like you're you're <laughs> that's that's really gonna undermine your plans and your dead body that's found right. next to the dissolving other bodies <laughs> yeah, right the half dissolved body and your dead yeah
1: <laughs> it wasn't looks, him looks suspicious yeah. yeah
0: and then there's like there's a um there's a smell questions. associated with it too so this is like you're yes. gonna tip off your neighbors people are gonna be like what the fuck is going on
1: so yeah, which actually we should have brought up with the the uh the burial aspect as well so i don't know Have you ever smelled a decaying human body? I have. So I don't think
0: it's the same thing. What I have smelled, what I spent a lot of time around and smelling, and I have been around dead bodies in lab, but what I smelled is formaldehyde. Right. No, it's very different. It's very different, I'm assuming. So- I smelled a lot of rotten meat. So I'll tell you what I did smell. Tell me if this is- Very different thing. Tell me if you think this would be similar. Okay. I was in the ninth ward right after the water receded at Katrina, Mm -hmm. and we went around going into houses- and basically clearing them and all the bodies and everything had kind of been, they did it before they sent like the volunteers in. they removed bodies and animals and things like that. So it wasn't like a biohazard, but the thing they didn't remove and the thing that was my job. Yeah. I had to remove all the refrigerators.
1: Yeah. And that was the most disgusting, yes. awful thing I have ever smelled yeah. or experienced. No, I've, I've dealt with that a couple of times as well, but that was just me being a bachelor. <laughs> the, my the teen, fact in that my the, teens.
0: Your bachelor refrigerators were equivalent to like
1: yes. food underwater for yeah. <laughs> well, for months. A, yeah, there yeah. was a maggot issue at yeah. one point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, so there were
0: ma- yeah. maggots were like crawling yeah. in these things. So that's the worst smell I've ever experienced.
1: It doesn't even hold a can. Wow. So okay. I had an experience uh, a number of years back when I was living down in Florida. The house I was in, the guy who lived next door to us had passed away and had been dead for about a week before anybody noticed. Jesus. And when the police went in and opened the door, the neighborhood for half a mile in all directions reeked of this sickly, sweet, like I almost threw up, and I don't throw up about that kind of stuff. It was absolutely awful. And it's, it's so different than anything I've ever smelled. I've smelled dead animals decaying, animals in the wild. There's something about you know, all the crap that we eat that makes our bodies really gross when they mm-hmm. decay. And the smell was unbelievable and pungent for, like I say, a huge distance. So if you're dealing with a body, you either need to get it in the ground fast or you need some way to keep it from smelling uh, or presumably it's going
0: to smell when you start dipping it in acid.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, the smell should not be disqual or discounted in yeah. any of these scenarios at all. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. The only other the only other thing I had on the uh, the acid, and also, Jason, that's kind of fucked up. You killed your neighbor. You didn't even I know. try to well, hide the body. Maybe that's the scenario. Put them back in their house and just to make it look like <laughs> natural causes. Good job, Jason. Um, but uh, apparently, so it's hard to acquire the acids and things that you need. Uh, especially inconspicuously. But what I found in the recesses of the internet
1: here is almost as good as hydrochloric acid, Drano. Well, yeah. So there are a bunch of different things you can do. There's Drano, there's lye, there's, you know, there, mm-hmm. there are a number of different substances that uh, that you can use uh, to hide a body or to dissolve a body rather. But again, like Drano is not as effective as hydrochloric acid and lye is not as effective as Drano. Right. So, so like, more you-
0: time, more smell. Right, Yeah. right more isolation necessary absolutely yeah
1: now ideally if you're going to bury a body if you throw some lie in there that will definitely speed speed up up the process all right well so
0: we're i think we're stupid on the acid yeah i I, I mean it seems self-apparent it works great
1: for hollywood if you can write the script but in real life not so much yeah the amount of planning you would have to do like at a certain point it's just easier like whoever it is you hate that much just like leave the country go to a yeah. different place and you'll never deal with them again right like it's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think you're going to say stupid on this next one um because D- jason has a well documented antagonistic relationship with the ocean yes. uh, on this <laughs> Yeah, on the show um but th- this is classic and straightforward also throw it in the
1: ocean uh, this was when we were talking about burial and i said uh, on land yeah mm-hmm. this is exactly it like the you know we were talking about the mob earlier <laughs> Give him a pair of you know concrete shoes, right? right. Yeah, but the, the the there's a few problems here, and I think like classic
0: mistakes that uh, people make when trying to dispose of bodies in the ocean. Actually, the best one I saw. I'm gonna go on a tangent here. the The best thing I've read was these guys killed someone and then tried to sink their body. This is in Australia. They mm-hmm. threw they threw basically took them out, threw them in the ocean, and then in Australia there's this aquarium. It's not the big Sydney aquarium, but it's called the Manly Aquarium. Mm-hmm. And it's like an aquarium that's built out into Manly Bay and they bring giant sharks into it. And I know this because I uh, got like decked out in my scuba gear and I swam with them and it was friggin' terrifying. These sharks are like the size of a school bus. They're nursery sharks. But they brought one of them in and I don't know if it like crapped it out or they died and they did an autopsy. I don't know what it is, but they found this dude's arm like inside <laughs> one of the sharks that came into the aquarium that I was swimming at. And so then that's how they figured out, like, oh, this guy's been murdered, um, yeah. and you know they, they retraced the steps and were able to figure
1: it out. See, that's the thing, is I think that the ocean is actually the best disposal option. But you have to do it right. But you have to do it right, and there's it, it enters so many variables. Like, right. I mean, that was a really random series of events that led to
0: that. Exactly. And so let, let, let's try to check some boxes here. So let's say we're going to throw Dr. Rags and Dr. Andrew into the ocean. Right. The first thing we have to deal with is bodies float. Yeah. Right? People forget about this part of it. They just throw it over. It sinks. They're like, okay, I'm good. And they float more as they decay. As they decay. So first thing you got to do, pop them. Yeah. Right? We got to punch the lungs full of holes. Make sure that there's all kinds of places for the gases uh, to um, exit. Yeah. You got to perforate the the body. Perforate (laughs) the body. Yeah. Just uh, (laughs) beat it up like a meat tenderizer before you chuck it overboard. So that's the first pitfall you got to watch out for. If we want to doubly ensure that the uh, body doesn't float back up. After we perforate it, we give it concrete shoes. The thing I saw over and over again was, besides just like putting cinder blocks around it, is wrap it in a uh, chain link. Like apparently this is like mm-hmm. a classic one because it stops like parts from floating away that's, when it gets that's chewed on. That's the problem, on.
1: is if you just put like a chain with a weight around somebody's waist... Well, as the body decays, as the crab
0: gets it. Yeah, yeah.
1: the body's going to cut in half and parts can float back up. So yeah, you got to figure out a way to get the whole thing down and keep it down.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I, apparently chain link is a great tool for that. I don't, Wouldn't I don't have know. thought of that. That's
1: good. Chicken wire would work just as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I don't know from personal experience, but it's very like five-star review on like murders.com. Yeah. Uh, way better a, than like a plastic bag, Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. But then this gets to the other problem. Whatever every time we add one of these elements into here, mm-hmm. into this, it's another kind of line between you and the body, right? right. So there's serial numbers on the chain link. Yeah, like or, unless
1: you're making your own chain link. Right. right.
0: <laughs> there, there's always going to be some way to connect A and B. And right. Well, even like the alloys of aluminum can be traceable. All of right? this yeah. stuff, yeah. right? So this, all of a sudden it's becoming less and less attractive. Um, the other problem that uh, I think, well we, we, well, we wouldn't run into it, but other aspiring mass murderers have run into, right. is not going far enough out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah. So you put it in areas where people scuba dive or the currents are just going to rip it right back in towards the shore. <laughs> like you got to go past the continental shelf. That's right. Mariana's Trench is a great place yeah. to lose a body. <laughs> right. Yeah. But here's the challenge with that. Okay. So you have to have a boat that's capable of doing that fast enough, like in the period of time, it's presumably you're doing this at night. Yeah. Right. So you got to, you have to have a boat, which what percentage of the population in the United States do you think has a boat? Like 2%, maybe? Right. Like an extremely... Well, maybe more than that, but not a lot. Yeah, but okay, a boat with the capability and access necessary to do what right. we're talking here, an extremely, extremely low number. And then I've seen a few different uh, uh, Hollywood depictions or uh, Netflix series where this strategy is used, and they all always get caught the same way. They all get caught the same way. Security cameras at the marina. Right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like every single person who
1: does this gets caught by the security cameras at the marina. Well, to get out past the—I mean, it depends on where you're, you know, uh, leaving shore from, but the continental How how many buoys are you going to take your boat by that have, like, wildlife cameras on them or whatever? How much fuel did you have to buy to get out that far? On top of that, if you're that far out, you know, if you're anywhere near a shipping lane, those are constantly monitored by satellite. And can you really get a boat anymore— that doesn't have GPS tracking
0: on right. it, like uh, innocuously, you're like <laughs> right. 1 a.m. trip on the night after the murder right. is like erased from your system.
1: It'd be great if, you know, the, the murderers are going out on the boat and everybody turns <gasps> off their cell phone, but they forget that they're... Yeah, the <laughs> they're GPS. emergency. Yeah. The, yeah. The, right.
0: <laughs> so, uh, again, seems self-apparent, but I got a real stupid on the throat in the ocean scenario too, because it's just, there's no way to fully cover your tracks. You're gonna get caught, whether it's... You know, the, the camera at the docks or the serial number on the chain link or that you didn't go far enough or the boat that you drove by or the wildlife camera on the buoy. I
1: mean, pick your poison. And it's really interesting to me that you're talking about that in that capacity because it seems counterintuitive, right? Like the idea that there are fewer people out there, but that makes you more right, more readily seen as it, mm-hmm. like hiding in a huge population is far better for anonymity. Than being out at a place where you're the only person out there that's right? why i never understood all these people who are like running from the law
0: all going to alaska right like no go to manhattan right Like, what, i don't understand what you're doing like oh look this guy who just showed up in town like all 12 of us are definitely gonna notice yeah right? yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah so yeah no I, i'm with you i i think the uh, the ocean scenario unless you have like a tried and true way to like cover your tracks or an airtight alibi as to why you're out there but even that almost increases suspicion too. like, say you're like a merchant Marine or something. And like, you're supposed to be out doing these things. That to me is like an investigator from the law enforcement side. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I'm going to think that the guy did. If I know that he has easy access to these things in an explainable right. way, that's the path of least resistance. So I think the ocean is out for me. It's stupid. See,
1: this is why you push somebody off of a cruise ship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but see, people have gotten busted for that, too. And I'm assuming there's cameras everywhere. And when I think about the things I've done on
1: cruise ships, uh, <laughs> it makes me worried a little bit. But yeah, I, I don't think that would work either. I think it has worked. Has it? Yeah, I think it has. I don't know that it's still possible, but I know mm-hmm. for a long time it was very plausible. Okay, well, we'll uh, I, I want to circle back on that yeah. because I think you just hit on an
0: important point there, but we'll, we'll come to that. All right, so for me, sinking it in the ocean, stupid.
1: Uh, yeah, like from a body disposal standpoint, I think it's actually really good. But there but are the so many variables. Yeah, variables of pulling it off. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree.
0: Okay. All right, you got one or you want me to keep going? Go ahead. All right, I'm gonna, I'll hit you with another one. We're getting a little bit back into Hollywood here, uh, but this has actually happened in real life. Now, the fact that we know that it's happened in real life by accident... I guess, kinds of, kind of tells us that maybe it's not foolproof. Uh, but pigs, right? pigs no, are a great way yeah. to dispose of a body. Did you ever see the movie Snatch? I, I didn't see... No, I have seen Snatch. I don't remember the role that pigs played in that, but the one that always stuck in my mind, did you see Red Dragon? Yeah. Yeah, where he... It's this great scene where like Hannibal Lecter is like leaving and the guy who he had like messed up, and had been, this guy had been training pigs to eat Hannibal Lecter. So yeah. every day he would feed them and then play the noises of like humans screaming while they ate until they associated humans screaming with their food yeah. and as Hannibal's leaving he like escapes like the area where they're about to throw him in the pigs and the dude is, who like pushes the guy's wheelchair who had been training the pigs Yeah. Like who he just like abused the whole movie and just been a huge dick to Hannibal said he goes
2: hey Cordell why didn't you push him in you can always say it was me
0: And then he just walks away, and then you just see the guy slowly push him to the edge. And I just remember that scene. I I mean, I was probably too young to be watching it when I saw it, but it was just brutal. Um, and that always stuck with me. That but was your
1: 32nd birthday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but this pigs thing has happened. There are documented cases of. Well, first, I guess there was like a serial killer who, like, he had like 30 people he killed and had right. fed to pigs over the years. But the the things that I was reading about, doing my own research for the episode, were um, pig <laughs> farmers or husbandrists who had heart attacks like while working, and then were devoured sure. by their pigs. Now. The fact that there were still things pretty ignominious that, way to go. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, they had died of the heart attack and right. not not uh, during <laughs> yeah. the buffet portion of the evening's program.
1: <laughs> but the fact it that it wasn't there was, a stroke and they were just paralyzed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh,
0: Jesus. <laughs> uh, but the fact that there was still enough. Evidence there for us to draw the conclusion that they had been eaten by pigs probably goes to tell us it's not a foolproof plan. But then if you're encouraging the pigs and you're participating in the process, right, (laughs) like maybe you can make sure that everything, everything gets consumed. But this idea of uh, of convenient predation as it comes to pigs.
1: No, there's uh, so there's actually a great speech in the movie Snatch about like how quickly a pig can go through a human body.
2: You're always going to have problems lifting a body in one piece. Apparently the best thing to do is cut up a corpse into six pieces and pile it all together. And when you've got your six pieces, you've got to get rid of them, because it's no good leaving it in the deep freeze for your mum to discover now, is it? Then I hear the best thing to do is feed them to pigs. You've got to starve the pigs for a few days, then the sight of a chopped up body will look like curry to a piss head. You've got to shave the heads of your victims and pull the teeth out for the sake of the pig's digestion. You could do this afterwards, of course, but you don't want to go sifting through pig shit, now, nah, do you? They will go through bone like butter. You need at least 16 pigs to finish the job in one sitting, so be wary of any man who keeps a pig farm. They will go through a body that weighs 200 pounds in about eight minutes. That means that a single pig Can consume two pounds of uncooked flesh every minute hence the expression as greedy as a pig (laughs) (laughs) um
0: i I think the other problem (laughs) I, i think the other big problem too that i saw with this one is that the pigs can eat anything but can't digest everything. That's right. Yeah. And that's going to give you up too. hair and teeth are a problem. Right. And then it's like access to pigs, right? right. So like where where are we going to find the pigs? And then also like weird within two days of Dr. Rags and Dr. Andrew going <laughs> missing, Jason went and visited the local swine farm. Right. right.
1: But this is kind of the same issue with we we're talking about Tiger King earlier. This idea that somebody got fed to a tiger. Hmm. Well, a tiger is going to eat less than a pig is of a human body. There are definitely going to be remains left. No, I
0: think in Tiger King she put him in like the food processor, like the meat grinder and then like fed it to them as like hamburger meat yeah
1: oh, i was thinking more like a people smoothie yeah
0: <laughs> just, just like the food replicator with frank Nunez, tiger with a
1: straw yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a geriatric tiger yeah um th- but i think we're overlooking too like the biggest flaw in this in this pig scenario yeah. is once you give them a taste of human flesh, Jason, That's right. Right? <laughs> they're going to get an appetite for that shit. So there's
1: a pig rebellion, yeah. right? Well, and,
0: and you're sitting there feeding them, right? They're I like,
1: mean, turnabout's fair play, motherfucker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, first you get, first maybe you get into like a Marvel scenario where we go full animal farm, and the more human DNA you introduce into their diet, they right. become like self-aware, right, and right, rise right. up. But the second one is they just like the taste of it. And they bite the hand that feeds, right? Like, right. that tastes just like what you're feeding me, and then you get devoured by the pigs, yeah, it's too. it's like, oh,
1: wait, you're just food.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So uh, for me, the, the pig thing, probably the most exciting that we've discussed so far, <laughs> but I'm also going to say stupid <laughs> on that one.
1: Um, I don't—it's difficult for me to imagine that a pig actually devours enough of the body that there's no evidence left. And that's, like—and having enough pigs to do that devouring— is a very centralized location. So I think it's relatively easy for people. Like if somebody goes missing and the suspect has some reasonable connection to a pig farmer within Mm -hmm. a, you know, like that's where they're going to go look and you're going to find DNA evidence. You're going to find something. Yeah, Yeah. so I agree. I think that that's uh, less interesting.
0: Okay, do you, before we come back then to the Everglades, do you got anything else? Do you have any other scenarios we need to ponder?
1: Yeah, so I've got, I've got one more that is
0: completely
1: implausible,
0: but it just really makes me... You just made an implausible one pop in my head, and I hope it's the
1: same thing. (laughs) So, there are a whole lot of small companies now with the ability to launch rockets. That's what I was about to say! (laughs) That's exactly what I was about to say. (laughs) That's so good. Straight to space, baby. Yeah. Either... You know, bring it back through re-entry, which right. will Burn definitely up get you hot enough to destroy a human body, yeah. or just launch it to the sun. Yeah, I, God,
0: Jason, we are on—we are so on the same wavelength. And by the way, hashtag Lost Cosmonauts episode. Go down, go back and catch that one. Yeah, shoot them to space. Right, and then that's like actually kind of innocuous. Like, hmm, curious. Matt and Jason launched a rocket into low Earth orbit within two days of the murder. We do that all the time.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> We're totally covered. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just put it, like a couple of cube on there. And, yeah. You know, why, yeah, why did it have a couple of high school out? projects like for, for like a local school? No big deal. It was that other two hundred pounds? that ah, don't worry about it. It's ballast, <laughs> so just to keep the rocket on on target. Also, yeah. that was
0: generous to Dr. Rags and Dr. Andrew only, <laughs> only registering two hundred pounds for the rocket equation. But <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's that's the downfall of this theory, though. It goes back to one of your first points: is you have to have a lot of money, Right. And it's going to be very difficult to take that much out in cash <laughs> out of an ATM just in and small, small increments. increments. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We might not even be mad at them anymore by the right. time we have all the money to murder them. <laughs>
1: yeah. Is it really worth the you know three hundred thousand dollars? It's gonna or well, three, and,
0: and then the extra three hundred thousand dollars in transaction fees. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So then, what about what about the Everglades, Jason? Because yeah. as we go through here, I'm really starting to settle down on the Everglades yeah. as, as no, the scenario because you, you introduce the elements of predation, you can. You know, maybe planning ahead comes into uh, play here, but we re- we definitely have an excuse with you around. You can live residentially in proximity to it without, like, raising suspicion. It's like a remote area adjacent to development, which is really weird. Yes. And then even if you can't, like, fully dispose of the body or, like, quote-unquote bury it because it's a swamp or 100% be sure that the, the wildlife, specifically alligators and what else is there, tomcats or...
1: Well, there's, uh, there's like, uh, uh, there are tons of, of boa constrictors now that are an invasive species, but they're Mm -hmm. They're in there too. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: there's all this different stuff, but even if you can't guarantee that they're going to successfully chew it up for you, no one's going in there and looking, I'm not going.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) absolutely not. Yeah. So, and this is really morbid, but it's, it's true. So back in, I think it was in the nineties, late eighties, early nineties, there was a plane crash into the swamp in, in the middle of Florida and the plane basically augered into a swamp and they couldn't get it out so there's an entire like commercial airliner Just with all people. the bodies in a swamp in Florida well not anymore not anymore that's <laughs> yeah. right that's right because the swamp takes care of it but yeah so like that's that's the type of scenario that normally at least in this country like you recover those bodies at right. almost any expense right and we as a society went there's no way we're getting that out, and it's it's not just that we can't dig it out of the mud. It's that we can't have a construction crew in there because there are so many like horrible uh, uh, things that will kill all of our construction workers. We're just going to leave that there, and so yeah, you're exactly right. Like if if that's not enough to rally the resources to you know excavate, you're certainly not going in there for one body. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, well, that's why I'm leaning towards, man. Like, I, I think this
0: Everglade, Everglades scenario is the least stupid and bordering on not stupid. I mean, it's probably also why, well, there might be several reasons why, Um, that Florida is the a serial killer capital of the United States, potentially the world, I guess. Sure. But, I mean, there's a reason that serial killers want to be in Florida. This right. is kind of like the the default de facto safest way to do it. Right, so we may have actually found a use for the state of Florida. (laughs) Now, if we could only—this has come up several times for you—you just want to be able to pick,
2: right? Right? Yeah. If you
0: could just pick the people who end up taking the alligator bath, yeah, yeah, then you'd be fine with it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Then I think we should
1: legalize it, and it'd be no
0: problem. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm leaning towards Everglades not stupid. Like it's the only one that I feel like so far is not stupid.
1: I. uh, yeah, I think that that's right. I, there may be other locales on the planet. I, I'm, I happen to be really familiar with like Florida. poor but,
0: man's Everglades, like in right. some other country.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So we should call it the swamp scenario then. Correct. Large predator swamp scenario. Yeah, I, I strongly suspect you could get rid of a body pretty easily in like the Amazon jungle or places in, you know, I don't know, Vietnam or Cambodia or like mm-hmm. any place that has a really dense tropical area with lots of wildlife that's going to take care of whatever the issue is that right. nobody's going to go into. Yeah. I, I think that's actually the the most plausible scenario we've come up with. Yeah. Well, then there's there's one other
0: thing to cover then. And this is it, this hurts me to, t- to talk about, because it means that there's someone out there or someones out there with minds more devious than our collective brain trust here as we work to dispose of a body. Yeah, but, I
1: find that difficult. to. Believe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but presumably, I mean, we look at we're this list is largely generated off people who have been caught, right? That's the biggest problem with I, it. This occurred to me right at the beginning when All we were talking of about this. All the best ways to yeah. dispose of a body, we have no idea what they are because people haven't been caught. So there's got to be something we haven't. There has to be like a go-to formula
1: that like multiple people have oh, cracked. Yeah. No, one but of my no favorite quotes, caught. and I I can't even remember who said it. I've I've used this for years. Is, our prisons are not full of our smartest criminals. Yeah. right. <laughs>
0: So that, that's the other thing to think about. Like, there's probably way better scenarios that we haven't conceived of. Well, maybe we haven't. We're just not telling all of you who are listening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but people have gotten away with this stuff. Yeah. And they've probably done it in creative, just like insane, crazy ways. And the reason
1: we don't know about it is because it was so insane and crazy and creative. So there was a, an episode of uh, John Oliver last week tonight, a couple of, I guess it was about a month ago where he was talking about the TV show Law and Order and the discrepancy between the show's depiction of how many crimes are solved and the reality of how many crimes <laughs> yeah. are solved. And it's shockingly low Yep, how many crimes are actually solved. So yeah, I think there's a huge likelihood that somebody out there has figured out some really clear
0: Like all of these things, like the most prolific serial killer in history, like these titles people... No, the most prolific bad serial killer, like the, right. the yeah, ones who got yeah, caught, yeah. like we don't know yeah yeah so all right well i'm saying not stupid then on the swamp disposal
1: scenario i i actually agree just you know because i i actually lived in florida for a long time and i know the realities out there it would be very easy for a body to disappear in florida (laughs) (laughs) um all right well since that one was not stupid uh i want to give some
0: honorable mentions to some uh (laughs) some responses to this question on reddit that i found not stupid so I, i picked my top three, which correspondingly were the top three responses on Reddit, like the most <laughs> celebrated and upvoted. Okay. Uh, so the first one comes from user I Hate Nuts 69 uh, And the question is like how to hide a body, like the best place to hide a body. Yeah. And uh, their response was like shortened to the point. Uh, just hide it in page two of the Google search results.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's funny.
0: Yeah. And then a little bit more in depth here. This one's a little bit longer, but this one comes from Reddit user uh, David Rupp. Uh, step one, wood chipper. Render the corpse unto its component parts. Load as much as you can into a nice, colorful, waterproof duffel bag and go on holiday. If possible, go backpacking with the duffel bag inside a big, chunky backpack. Find a public toilet. Flush the contents of the duffel bag down it whilst making hideous, straining noises (laughs) followed by the duffel bag. Be sure to look embarrassed when you emerge. Repeat until no pieces of the corpse are left. Plan 2. Seal the bodily chunks into biodegradable golf balls. Go golfing, go on a golfing holiday and lose them all. (laughs) Plan three, sneak into a morgue of some kind. Put the body there or anywhere else where uncategorized dead bodies are commonplace. Like a medical school, use sleight of hand. (laughs) Don't forget to write your solution on the internet as some kind of influtable bluff. Please, please, please do not mail me large sums of money in unmarked envelopes. I have a family. (laughs) and then the the last one which is the top response on reddit which is uh from lols uh from user from reddit user lols just chop it up and feed it to wild animals hide it in a water tank burn it throw it into the oceans if you're too lazy to do those just eat it yourself bitch
1: (laughs) (laughs) so there's one other thing that occurs to me um We didn't discuss the time period of being caught. So, there's one other scenario for getting rid of a body, which is not getting rid of it. And this has actually happened a number of times. Yeah, stick it in a freezer in your garage and wait Mm -hmm. until you die.
0: And then who cares, right? The problem is any connection between you and the missing person, right? Like, if you become a person of interest and they get a search warrant, you're busted.
1: Right. But, you know, if it's like somebody in your house. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or you just want to prove you can do it so it's a random person that you would That's never be too. connected to. Right. It's just murder to prove a point. That's like, right. That's I'm right. sure they understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, Wasn't there some movie about some guy who did that, like, wanted to prove the, the the lack of existence of good and evil? So he, like, randomly kidnaps some woman and buries her alive. And then her husband, like, is looking for and looking for and looking for. So this guy, like, comes forward and, like, offers to to show this guy. Oh, it's like, um, uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh, I, th- I thought it was like a Kevin Bacon movie. Kevin Bacon's in it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a great movie, actually. Yeah, and basically he says, "I'll tell you what happened to your wife, but you have to go through all the same steps that she did." Yes. And then he wakes up and he's buried alive. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That's a great. I can't <laughs> remember the name, but that's a great movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, uh,
0: I guess honorable mention to Hugh, jacked Jackman, and uh six and Six well, Degrees of Separated from Kevin Bacon.
1: Right. Well, it didn't work out, you know, because if you bury Hugh Jackman, he just uses those claws to dig his way out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Jason. What do you
0: think? Well, where where are we on this one? Did we unlock at least one one not stupid scenario? Yeah, I, I think, mean, uh, we, the the pitfall here is we have to move to Florida. That's I right. Guess. Uh, yeah. Well,
1: or at least go on vacation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I, we recently did that. I'll point yes. out.
1: <laughs> we, <laughs> and you and I I'm, literally
0: just went on vacation together in Florida,
1: and <laughs> I'm going again next week.
0: Huh. <laughs> Who's coming with us? <laughs> This is a, this is a great time to plug our uh, stupid not stupid sweep t- sweepstakes. Take a vacation with Matt and Jason, the <laughs> sunny Florida. Come on down. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Be sure you don't owe the money. But- <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll meet you at uh cheaters strip club on uh on coco beach ave or whatever right. that main road is there in Cocoa gonna, beach
1: then we're gonna drive from the west coast to the east coast by way of alligator alley
0: yeah <laughs> well i'll uh, i'll give a shout out in case uh one of our super listeners is still listening this deep into the episode uh but molly if you're listening we need to we need to rent your condo again uh so if that's available you know just let us know and uh you know, just don't just don't mind that it smells like bleach, and that the bathtub that's right, the that's bathtub right. is replaced when you come in,
1: <laughs> or if all the carpeting's been replaced. Yeah, don't that, worry that about it. Wood chipper out back.
0: We just, we're just donating that for unspecified reasons. Use it for all your wood chipping needs at coco Beach. Yeah, sorry, all your blankets are missing. Yeah. Your name's on the lease, right? Okay, good. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, make sure that you uh, like, follow, subscribe, and uh, enter the sweepstakes before it's too late. <laughs> Until next time.